0: The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you will dominate this team. Yeah. Go
1: have some fun and put
2: on a show, you got me?
0: It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Aylers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Aylers.
3: Welcome inside the high school huddle here on a Friday night. It is an abbreviated version of the high school huddle. I actually recorded it yesterday morning. Some teams have actually played. But tonight we have D.H. Conley. They're going to be on the road taking on Laney High School. We were going to preview coming up South Central and Kinston, J.H. Rose Wilson Hunt, and our Pirate Radio Game of the Week dh conley and laney our show is brought to you by tiebreakers cd's grill angus grill and greenville auto world coming up next we're going to be talking with the head coach of the south central falcons kendrick parker get his thoughts on tonight's matchup against kinston
0: you're listening to the high school huddle now back to the show
3: Welcome back inside the high school huddle here. I am Morgan Ayler. has got a big show coming up and I'd like to thank our sponsors again, Tiebreaker CD's Grill, Angus Grill, and Greenville Auto World. Tiebreaker's Sports Bar and Grill now has two locations in Greenville and one in Winterville. Go by and check them out for all the uh, preseason action from uh, the NFL and then college season kicks off in a couple weeks. It's a great place to go hang out with your friends. Tiebreaker's Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor here of the high school huddle. Big game going on tonight. It's the season opener for... For North Pitt, they are hosting Riverside Martin. Uh, North Pitt was 7-4 and four last year, 4-2 and two under Greg Watford. and anyway, The new head coach of the uh, North Pitt Panthers is a former Northside High School star, former East Carolina Pirate, former Green Bay Packer, and now first-year head coach of the Panthers. Coach C.J. Wilson joins us. And C.J., first of all, can you believe it's finally here? You, you took it over uh, early in the summer, and now your first game is upon us.
4: Yes, sir. First of all, I appreciate you guys having me on, but it's, it's finally here. Like you said, the excitement of uh, football season here. So we excited to, uh, to kick it off uh, tomorrow.
3: You know, you're talking about your team and you, you, you were with them last year a little bit and uh, had a chance to, to get your feet wet back in the coaching. Now you're the head coach, so you're making all the calls. And uh, despite the fact that you've got Rosie on your staff, I'm going to let that one slide, okay? He and I used to play softball together many years ago, so uh, I'm going to let that one slide. But you guys got a, a a team that really came on strong last year, finished 7-4. and four. Talk about your Panther squad this year and what we can expect some names to hear on Friday night.
4: Oh, uh, you, you know what? Well, like, like uh, you said, we definitely had a, a good year. And people say seventy-four is uh, average, but you got to think for what this program has been uh, years past. Two game wins, but for, for I guess eight, eight to ten years, they ain't won them more two two, three games. And uh, so last year was a great, uh, a great uh, movement. a great direction. We took took the ship in a great direction under Coach Walker, So now I'm just trying to keep the ship going in the right direction. He's making a big, big, big season. Um, we got a lot of returning guys on offense, not so much on defense. Oh, looking at- Devin is our starting quarterback. Devin uh, Fumble, Fumble, and he's gonna do a great job for us. Devin, he got Najee Harris, uh, not a Najee Harris, but Najee Lee on the, a receiver. He's gonna definitely be. A, he's gonna have a breakout year this year. And I, every time I see him, I think, man, if I had this guy for four years, man, I already believe this guy could have been top, top five in the nation. The way his size and his athletic, athletic abilities. So we're looking for great things out of him too this year.
3: What kind of offense and what kind of defensive scheme can we expect with the Panthers?
4: Uh we are spread we're a spread LA team. We throw the ball probably sixty percent of the time. Um we throw the ball six percent. In defense we are we match up with what we, we are given on Friday. You, you know, we don't just we, we we are three four base, but we also have a uh, nickel, four three and two also. So we match up with what we're given on um we who were
3: who playing. Now last week you didn't play in a scrimmage on Friday night, had a chance to uh, go see Riverside Martin, scout them a little bit. What kind of uh, a team does Riverside Martin have? They were 6-4, and 4-1 four, four and in the conference and they're coached by Brian Paschal who I'm familiar with, actually coached Holt his freshman year in high school and he's a, a well-known coach around here and I think you played him if I'm not mistaken when he was at Washington. Was that right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'd have, I did play him there. Uh, well, what I saw in person, you know, I, you know, it's just a very well coached team. You know, they don't have a lot of guys. You know, that's mostly what winter programs only have about 20, 30 players. But the guys that they do play, they are very uh, disciplined, and they they do play hard in every play. And it's like so. I told our guys, "Look, guys, these guys are very well coached, and they know what they are doing, and they are gonna come in here hungry, wanting to win just as much as we do. So we ain't we ain't gonna take them lightly. We got to play hard for them." the
3: first game all to the last. Well, Coach, uh, we know it's going to be an exciting night for you and you you come out of the tunnel in the locker room tomorrow night and you see those lights. It's your first night as a as a head coach. Before I let you go, though, how does it compare to maybe your first game at East Carolina, your first game in the NFL, now your first game as a high school coach? How do those emotions compare with each other?
4: You know, my first game at East Carolina was a uh, train wreck. You know, you just, you out there, you see uh, you know, you the crowd going crazy, you know, you know. You run out of the tunnel, the, the purple haze. it's just so many emotions because, you know, and so many distractions as a player, you know, because the first first time seeing it, uh, you know, you ain't never been to uh, doubt it. It's a, a, a treat. And the coach is yelling, and the crowd is going crazy. and It was a blur. I just remember it was a blur. I, I just, it was a blur. Uh, the same thing in NFL, you know, my first game was, uh, I remember one of my first one was, at the Seattle Seahawks, and the crowd was loud. and The same thing, just like this, like a blur. You know, so much going on. But it's, I think it's different in high school because now that I play so many, so much ball in my life, and it's like you know, it slows down for you, and you just focus on. I learned that over the years how to focus your uh, attention on one thing, and that's uh, the guys and winning. Focus on my, my game plan and how we're going to approach it. So I'm excited, but uh, I still have butterflies right now. I feel like I'm about to play. But I'm not. I'm all, I'm coaching. So, so I, I I'll uh, you know use that energy and hopefully it'll rub off on my team how I approach the game and you know been calm, you know uh, confident in my our uh, game plan and how hard we work through the week.
3: Well, coach, we're looking forward to uh, seeing the outcome for tomorrow night and working with you all year here inside the huddle. Congratulations! Enjoy the moment. You've deserved it.
4: I appreciate that, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow and hopefully get the win tomorrow.
3: That is the head coach of the North Pit Panthers, Coach C.J. Wilson, joining us here inside the huddle for the very first time. And now the head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers, Coach Todd Light joins us. And, Coach, first week, game number one is here. It's upon us. You're going to be taking on James Keenan, a team that uh, was 6-4 and four last year, 4-2 and two, uh, in conference play. And when you talk about James Keenan, you talk about the Wallace Rose Hills, these are t- uh, some programs from that, that area of eastern North Carolina that have a lot of football tradition.
5: Yeah, they're very, um, they, they run the ball. They're, they're a very physical team. They've got a good tradition. Um, I don't think we played them recently. Uh, we were supposed to play them last year never got a chance because of COVID. It was the uh, first game of the year last year. I think they had some issues last year. But uh, looking forward to it uh, to see what our guys got.
3: Your team this year, we talked last week about uh, some of the players coming in your program, and uh, on offense, things sort of run through Ashton Watson, your quarterback. Talk about where he's at right now going into week number one.
5: Uh, I feel like Brian Tripp, our OC, has a lot of confidence in Ashton. Um, uh, he played a lot last year as a, as a true sophomore, and um, I just think that our uh, offense will have to go through him. He, he's, uh, he's a good passer. He's improved. Uh, we're going to be, we're going to try to be multiple. We're going to try to be um, half and half, run pass, and um, it's going to be a tough task for us. Uh, uh, James Keenan's real big up front, and if we're going to be successful, we're going to have to keep Ashton upright. So uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the opportunity.
3: Scrimmage weeks. Last week, uh, you, you get through last week. Now you're in, in, in game mode tonight, and getting ready for your big game on Friday night where did you see some really areas that stood out for you in those scrimmage games and uh where you areas you want to try to improve on before uh, you tee it off
5: well uh last week's scrimmages we only got one in um i had covid last week and wasn't able to join the team so hopefully i got that behind me at least for a while and um so we got one scrimmage at edenton and uh we looked pretty good we, we the practice part, we looked probably better than the actual scrimmage part. We, we had some seven-on-seven seven and some one-on-ones. We ended up losing a couple kids, and uh, and, and plus me not being there, uh, we decided not to do the second scrimmage, which was uh, a rain issue. We weren't going to be on a game field anyway. We just tried to correct our mistakes from last last week uh, in the first scrimmage. But I, f- I feel like we've got some of that stuff corrected now, and it uh, should be a better – Uh, defensive team at least and and offensively we had a good week this week so uh looking forward to it again
3: talking with Todd Light, the head coach of the Aiden Grifton Chargers joining us here inside the huddle coach before we let you go I know it's uh and I just talked with CJ about the the emotions going into week number one you've been a head coach now for a while been around the high school football ranks for for a while but you still got to get those butterflies when you when you tee it off for the first time in, in a new season
5: Yeah, I told the kids uh, yesterday, I have no clue what's going to happen. This is probably my 31st, 32nd year of coaching. Um, Never have really uh, had a great feeling about anything. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit of pessimist, a little bit of optimist. Uh, I told them yesterday, I said, if you don't have a a good Thursday practice, there's probably really not a great shot. I've had teams that have... Uh, good thursdays and win and good thursdays and play close but never really a bad thursday and, and do well so i kind of try to put the pressure on them uh for today's practice which we'll, we'll do everything put them in all the situations go through backups all our special teams all our blitz all of our uh trick plays everything we got we're going through the uh this afternoon and um And hopefully we have a good day. Hopefully everybody gets here on time and and we have a good day.
3: Well, Coach, uh, we appreciate your time this morning. And uh, good luck against James Keenan. Look forward to working with you this year inside the huddle. All right. Thank you so much, Morgan. I appreciate you. Aiden Grifton's head football coach, Todd Leip. We appreciate him joining us here inside the huddle. We're going to take a break right now. Quarter number one is in the books. Thanks to our sponsors, Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Two locations. One in Greenville, one in Winterville. Go by and check them out. If you haven't been to the new location in Winterville, do it. It's a great location. Uh, a lot of great food. Chef Laura and her staff do such a great job. And of course, football season uh, gearing up right now. We've got preseason games. Catch all the action on all the big screen TVs at Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Coming up in the second quarter we're going to be previewing washington and pamlico also farmville central and north johnson along with talking with brian north from wcti tv 12 that and more coming up right after this inside the high school huddle
0: you're listening to the high school huddle now back to the show Welcome
3: back inside the high school huddle here. I'm Morgan Aylers, Shirley Rose producing the show here this evening. I'd like to thank our sponsors here this evening. CD's Grill in Winterville, right off Fire Tower Road. Go by and check out Lawrence Manning and his staff. If you like a great breakfast, CD's Grill is your place for it Monday through Saturday. And then they've got delicious lunch specials each and every day, Monday through Friday. Check out CD's Grill. Go by and tell them you heard it right here inside the high school huddle. I'd also like to thank our other sponsors, Tiebreakers, Angus Grill, and Green Auto World. Joining us now is the head coach of the Washington Pampag, Coach Perry Owens. And Coach, first of all... Uh, Moving the game to Thursday night as we're going to be uh, airing this game, airing the show Thursday night, right about the time you get ready to kick off against Pamlico. Talk about the decision to move it because of the weather. Was it yours? Pamlico's a mutual decision. What, what what fed into that?
5: Me and Coach Griffin just kind of touched base
1: early in the week, and we're like, "Hey, you know, it's too early to say anything, but you know, fifty-fifty shot at rain this time of year, and it's not just rain; it's just looking like scattered thunderstorms." So we just kind of stayed in contact. And um, as the percentages went down, we were like, okay, maybe we have a chance. But then um, yesterday morning when it rose to about 65% chance from rain from 7 o'clock out and then it was scattered thunderstorms, um, we just started chatting with our ADs and administrators and hats off to their ADs and administrators for making it happen. I know they had to reschedule some things and move it around. But for us, it's the opportunity to go travel to a very proud program. And for them, it's a chance to, to line themselves up against us and you know ultimately for for a 118 and a 218 you know would you rather have a, a full thursday night gate or a partial uh rain delayed friday night gate or would you rather play on monday which nobody wants to do because who wants to get off work and go to a football game so um just uh kind of a day-by-day thing just credit to everybody involved our ad lane and Braper and their ad's uh april rose and earl sadler so
3: Talking with Perry Owens, head coach of the Washington Pam that game uh, in their season opener has been moved to Thursday night. Coach, you were ten to three last year, five and one on the season. Pamlico three and seven, two and three in their uh, contest and conference play. And last year, uh, you had a sixty-two twenty win against uh, the Hurricane. And uh, talk about your team this year. You had uh, scrimmages last week and were able to evaluate film. Where are you at going into this? season opener from a coaching standpoint, player standpoint, and uh, how do you keep your team focused and not get too up for this season opener?
1: Well, I think the last couple weeks were big for us, and especially the scrimmages. I mean, you you go down you know, our list of issues. Our quarterback uh, moves away um, the week after the 4th of July. Chris Carter steps into the quarterback role. He is doing a great job. He knows who he is. Uh, We know who we are. We have a veteran offensive line up front. Um, and backs that know our system so offensively we kind of know who we are and the more adversity hit when we lost two assistant coaches one got a way better job in another district and the other one uh, took another position in another district but isn't involved in coaching anymore so you know we took some blows there on staff and the assistants that we picked up or that are in the community have done a fantastic job and guys like on the defensive side of the ball, like Ray Pippen and an old Washington coach, a uh, great coach, Ronnie Woods, work schedule worked out for him. So we've added some some pieces along there. John Bravat, Justin Sproul, the defensive side of the ball, Chris Perry has done a good job. We know who we are. We know our checks. We know our alignments and our fronts. I'm heavily involved with both sides of the ball this year. Offensively, other than the quarterback change and then the coaching change, um, we kind of know who we are. Everybody knows who we are. So we're just going to continue to, as Chris gets comfortable, expand the playbook and the veterans up front and then the guys we have on the perimeter will be just fine. So for us, it's just find a way, you know, we're going to find a way to get better at what we do.
3: Well coach you you, you did, we've talked about it last week you have 2 years of JV teams that never lost a game and now these guys have moved up so they're used to winning but as you as you talk about mo- putting some new pieces to the puzzle in different positions you talk about Chris Carter at quarterback Have you broken the season up a little bit? Obviously, you want to win each and every Friday night or or Thursday night in this case. But have you broken the season up? Say, okay, guys, this is our non-conference games. These are our goals for these games to get better for conference play because ultimately winning the conference is huge. And uh, talk about uh, your philosophy in that regard.
1: I think the generic thing is always one week at a time, but I'll I'll peel back the curtain. When I looked at our non-conference schedule, when we and I really got to sit down and look after, after that COVID season, I looked at it and I'm like, what makes sense for us? Are, are playing certain schools that are twice our size or playing schools that, that have 100 guys and NFL money and, and all that stuff going on, what's best for Washington, a school that's shrinking down in size every single year? A once 3A school is now firmly in 2A with 800-ish students. Four or five years ago, 10 years ago, we're 1,100, 1,200. So going into our non-conference last year, I looked at our schedule and went, eh, first flight, that was a handshake deal. I can see why. We're not going to do that. So We got we were able to get another handshake deal because typically you're into your contracts with a very good Eastern Wayne. So To break it up, you can look at it in the, it's the season really in three segments if you're a good football team, which I hope you are. You've got your non-conference schedule, Pamlico, Great higher head football coach. Bobby Griffin was a West Craven alumni. Did a great job there for years with their JV and varsity programs. And you look at our week two, Northampton. At Northampton, Pinetown, and Tarboro are the top three teams in 1A, bar none. They're going to come to choppy Wagner, chomping at the bit, ready to run the ball down our throat. Week three, you've got South Central coaching staff change, 105 athletes in the program, athletes all over the place. They're going through a culture change with Coach Parker, so we better be ready there. And then we're on by week four. Week five is Eastern Wayne. And if you look at that, you know, we're playing a top five, 1A team. Pamlico's a few years removed from a state championship team. Um, Eastern uh, Wayne is is absolutely, you know, loaded with skilled players and athletes. And they're in the, the top 25 preseason poll. They're ranked higher than us. So that's a huge 2A non-conference matchup for us. And that sets us up better going into conference play. And as you know, conference play, we don't get the luxury of opening up with a uh, a school that may be rebuilding or, or on the on the mend, we get West Craven right off the bat, week one. So we better be prepared. And um, you go through your conference schedule, and then if you're good enough to win a few games along the way, you start really looking at week, you know, ten and eleven for us. That would be that Aiden Griffin game. Is that last game of the season? Evaluating your injuries, evaluating your playbook, your personnel, what you do best. And then by that time, your record, your strength of schedule. And then you know the level of competition. You know you look at you look at it all, and then there's your playoff seed, and, and it's kind of crazy to talk about. But to look at it and go, Northampton's going to have a really good season once they get through growing up Rapids and us. You know you look at our schedule. Eastern Wayne's going to have a really good season. They went toe to toe with some really good teams, and they're going to help our strength of schedule. Last year we had the second highest strength of schedule, waiting for all the wild card seeds that were available. That's why we got the 11th seed. And, of course, the 10 seed, Wallace Rose Hill, went on to play for a state championship. So our strength of schedule has gotten a little bit tougher, but it's a manageable schedule that the kids understand. Each week in the non-conference levels up, teams are going to get better and better and better. And that helps us for conference play, and conference play sets us up for whatever seed we get into the that uh, merge 2A bracket, which is a war zone from seed 1 to seed 32. So you just got to look at it in those three phases.
3: Well, Coach, good luck against uh, Pamlico Thursday night, and uh, we'll recap that next week and head to week number two.
6: Yes, sir, I appreciate you.
3: Washington High School head coach Perry Owens joining us here inside the huddle. Now shifting gears, let's go to Farmville, North Carolina, the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars. Coach Ron Cook joins us. And, Coach, opening week for year number two of the Ron Cook era, let's talk about your uh, Farmville Central squad last week. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the players looking into and some of the things where you're excited about and getting your team really geared up for this season opener against North Johnston. And uh, talk about last week and the preparations going into your season opener.
7: Oh uh, well, we just continue to focus on doing uh, doing more with a lot less. Uh, and I say, like I've said before, this you know, off season studying film and looking at. Uh, you know, what we did well, what we didn't do well last season, what we need to improve on and we just felt like offensively yeah, and possibly defensively too, we, we really tried to do a little too much too early and we just wanted this year uh, we changed the defense scheme and offensively we just focused on doing little things right uh, first and making sure that we condense the plays that we're running going into this week and just making sure we do those well and, and it, it's shown uh, with experience on top of it's condensing things a little bit that uh, we've we looked a lot better. Uh, we've come a lot further along, too, than we were at this point last year, and we looked a lot better in our scrimmages and in practice.
3: Uh, your offense goes through uh, quarterback Landon Barnes. We talked about him a little bit last week, but uh, your workhorse do everything. Brandon Knight is back, 5'9", 180 pounds, and uh, a senior. Uh, you know, Talk about these two guys and uh, how you really gearing their offense through, the, through those gentlemen.
7: Well, they both work really hard, uh, work really hard. Landon's had a really good offseason and having a really good camp and leading the offense. And Brandon's also, you know, obviously a leader there uh, in his position as a senior, even even from last year. And just they work really well together. You know, they're they're good friends off the field, Um, you know, and that that always helps. But uh, we have a lot of weapons, too, I I think, this year, a lot more speed in the offense this year. And it'll be a little more than just those two making plays for us and having having a huge impact.
3: Going to be taking on a North Johnston team that was two and eight last year, two and three in conference play. What's the scouting report on North Johnston? What can folks expect to uh, see when your Jags hit the field tomorrow night?
7: Uh, North Johnston, they're, they're a better team. Then we make sure we emphasize that to our players. they uh, we believe they're a much better team this year. They're running a different offense themselves. Uh, you know, in a single wing, and that causes enough complications of its own. And uh, you know, we just have to come out. On, we expected, uh, you know, we expect our guys to come out and play hard and uh, really be really physical up front. Is going to be the biggest difference for us, especially on defense. Um, so we made, uh, I think, some really good adjustments on defense for this week uh, versus single wing. And, and we control a lot of scrimmage. We'll do very. We'll be doing very well on defense. Then offensive end, I think we have a little bit more speed than them. And then we just have to block well up front and be able to take advantage of that.
3: Well, Coach, I know you're excited. Your team's excited about the season opener and uh, looking forward to talking with you each and every week about Farmville Central football and exciting year it's going to be. Thanks so much for being with us.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it.
3: Farmville Central's head coach, uh, that is Ron Cook joining us here in the second quarter of tonight's show. Let's shift gears a little bit now and head to WCTI-TV 12's Brian North. He is the uh, main guy on Friday nights, the Blitz on WCTI-TV 12. And Brian, we appreciate you joining us. And uh, such a fun time of year when football gets back in the swing of things. I know uh, high school baseball, and there's some baseball action during the summer. But usually July, first part of August sort of slows down, but it gets up and gears up fast once uh, high school football season gets here.
8: Yeah, July is our time to just talk about it, right? It's nice when it's slow, you get to talk about it. Now when the season gets going, weather permitting, uh, things really get cranked up and sometimes you don't have as much time to analyze it. So, It's kind of always nice to be geared up and why, that's why so much emphasis is put on those first games of the year as we break down but things change throughout the season and and we're looking forward to especially getting some answers at the high school
3: level. Let's talk about some of the teams that uh, we're going to be focusing on this year. I know uh, with the Big Carolina Conference, you've got some really good powerhouse teams uh, lining up in that. New Bern, of course. Uh, and b- before we get going, when I mentioned New Bern, let's talk a little bit. It's it's the side of the news slash sports that you never really want to hear about. There was an altercation earlier uh, in the New Bern football family. Can you, can you elaborate on that and what... what transpired?
8: Uh, So as far as we know, and details are still sketchy at this point, but um, there was two JV football players who had some sort of altercation after practice. I'm told it was not football related, and uh, they were in some sort of fight, and there was some sort of gun shown. Whether it was the players or a parent, there's still discrepancies. We're still waiting for final clarification, but a, a gun was allegedly shown. And so the coaches immediately reacted. Everything went into lockdown. Police responded. There was no shots fired. There was no escalation of violence at that point. Everything was controlled. But any time you mention gun on campus these days, I mean, that puts a lot of people into a frenzy. But that was since taken care of. And and New Bern is, we still don't know what's happened to the young men who were involved. Um, But uh, we're told everything football-wise is is normal there. And so, yeah, that was uh, a little bit of craziness on Monday at the beginning of the week.
3: But the Big Carolina Conference, that's good to hear. You know, New Bern is favored to win the conference followed by Havelock, J.H. Rose, Jacksonville, D.H. Conley, South Central, Northside, Jacksonville. And uh, some really, really good football teams. And, and that's just the 3A, 4A level. Not talking about 2A level and 1A level. So uh, as always, an exciting year coming up and uh, some good games coming up here uh, on Thursday slash Friday. I was talking with Shirley, our producer, before the show and These guys aren't going to melt. I don't get it. They're not going to (laughs) melt.
8: Well, with some of them, it comes down to convenience. A lot of coaches hate to start a game, have it stopped by lightning. Lightning is the biggest problem you deal with with these thunderstorms than having to start again. So some of them, like Jacksonville, it's going to be a big gate game with Southwest Honslow. They'd rather assure that they have their crowd in there and they get a bigger crowd on a Thursday because it's such a, a, it's a city rivalry that it makes more sense for them. Other schools, maybe it doesn't make as much sense. You lose JV games if you don't play on Thursday, So it's a constant battle with the administration coaches uh, just trying to figure out. And it always is about money, right? It's about the gate. It's about uh, traveling. It's about the, the convenience of, of, for everyone involved. So if it were just weather-related, I'm with you on that. But obviously, it's always about money more than it the- is.
3: Follow the Benjamins. Talking with uh, Brian North from WCTI TV twelve in the Blitz, and let's talk about some of the big games you're going to be covering this week. What can we expect to see Friday night?
8: Yeah, we're really interested in your alma mater, West Carteret, playing at West Craven. Uh, numbers are really up at West Carteret. They're coming off their first conference title since 1960, and so they're going to be traveling to Vanceboro to take on uh, the, the West Craven Eagles, who have a couple of Division One athletes again. But they're getting looks their numbers are down a little bit but uh so with that really one really intrigues us uh we also have some good rivalry games that are shaping up you know we talked about southwest Onslow jacksonville uh on thursday but we've also got the battle of browntown between north north and green central north, north has a new head coach green central uh looks like they're, they're rebuilt and, and getting ready to to have a good run we've also got north Pitt and riverside another good rivalry that haven't played it lately but now they're getting back to that with cj wilson the former Northside and ECU and NFL player, uh, leading uh, his first game as a head coach for North Pitt. And Riverside, you know, they've got Brian Paschal as their head coach, who hired Jim Bob Bryant to be his offensive coordinators who were real interested in what's going to happen with Riverside this year. And then uh, in Martin County as well, staying there, you've got a rivalry game with Beargrass Charter, and South Creek. And so uh, that's a neat little uh, interesting rivalry game a lot of people may not pay attention to, but it matters in, in uh, you know, Martin County. So those are the ones we're really excited
3: about. Well, we're looking forward to it. You do such a great job in covering high school sports and high school football on Friday nights. And uh, looking forward to working with you all year long, Brian North. And uh, thanks so much for being inside the huddle. All right, Morgan.
8: Appreciate everything you do as well and look forward to seeing you throughout
3: the season. Awesome. Brian North from WCTI-TV12. High School Huddle here in the second quarter coming to an end. I'd like you to thank our sponsor for the second quarter, CD's Grill, located on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Go by for a delicious breakfast. See Lawrence Manning and his wonderful staff. They do such a great job. Breakfast starting at 6 a.m. Then they uh, turn it over around lunchtime, around 10.30. They've got burgers, and each day, Monday through Friday, they have a delicious homemade special. Go by and check them out. CD's Grill on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Coming up, we've got the third quarter action. We're going to be looking Into the big Carolina conference, we've got uh, the head coach of South Central, also J.A. Trose, and uh, much more coming your way right here inside the huddle.
0: you're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. I'm Morgan Ehlers. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. South Central and Kinston, J.H. Rose-Wilson Hunt, D.H. Conley and Laney. Some of the matchups uh, coming up with some members of the Big Carolina Conference. Our third quarter is being brought to you by the Angus Grill. Three locations in Greenville to serve you. One in Wilmington, Jeff Kwan and his staff. Uh, they've got uh, like 25 different styles of handcrafted hand padding burgers you can get singles doubles triples also a delicious steak and chicken sandwiches as well and then they've got a tremendous selection of ice cold beers on tap handcrafted beers so angus grill three locations in greenville one in wilmington go by and see them today the head coach of south central is kendrick parker he joins us now on uh, the high school huddle and coach uh opening week for your first round as the head coach at south central high school are you keeping your emotions in check right now
6: yeah, well first of all thank, thank you for having me uh yes sir um i'm doing my the, doing the best i can keep everything in check uh, of course it's exciting time not only for south central football but but for, for football and across the tire state everybody been gearing up for that week one and Making sure that all the work they put in has been, has been, uh, been uh, off or not. And that's you not know, just a sight just to be around football and these guys that have been working day in, day out. So, but perfect for myself. Yeah, I'm keeping all my motion check. I'm ready for a tomorrow night at seven o'clock.
3: Well, you're going to be taking on a, a Kinston team that's had a lot of success in the last few years. Your team is one and seven, one and five last year. Kinston was eight and four, three and three in their conference. And uh, when you're looking at your your Falcon squad last week, you had your scrimmages that you've dealt with, and I've been asking the coaches tonight, uh, how do you evaluate where you were last week? Looking back at the film against really uh, live action for the first time against somebody else all year, you had a chance to evaluate your 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 squad and looking. at Get your new quarterback, your your wide receivers. Talk a little bit about what you're looking at with uh, uh, your Falcon team.
6: Well, it's been my first year being as, as Falcon coach. We try to uh, a very little detail from stand, start and stance to the execution of every play. I'm um, giving everybody an opportunity to a chance to be a starter. Like I said, last year was not a very successful year for us as far as wins and losses. So we really started over. Um, guys who didn't uh, start last year have opportunity to start this year and, and things of that nature. Um, that's going back to the scrimmages, you know, seeing what worked, what, what didn't work, what flowed well with the offense and defense and what didn't. And it's making changes uh, come, that come about. I uh, will say this, though. I got we're excited to actually compete against someone besides themselves that they've been doing all spring and all summer. And, you know, they, they had a good time doing that. They executed pretty well. Uh, but now, like I said, now the season is here. We'll see uh, what, we, what we can do with our first test against Kinston.
3: You know, in coaching, they always say you, you've got to learn how to win games. And last year, again, 1-7, uh, kind of an up-and-down year with COVID and some issues that you had with that. That's gone. But you, you've been there with this program. You've seen the program in a winning phase. And last year, hopefully, it was just an anomaly, and your Falcons can get under you and, and build up that that confidence. And it starts tomorrow night with Kinston. Uh, look at this Kinston Viking team and, and tell me what you see on film.
6: Well, oh, with you know, and also his leadership with Coach Gieselman, he's done a phenomenal job over the last decade or so, keeping those guys you know, in, in, playoff, in the playoffs and, and contention for, for regional state championships. And they always have a great bunch of athletes that are go-getters, um, and that's never going to change with Kenson High School. So we always have to be prepared to match athlete for athlete, knowing that Coach Gieselman is going to have those guys prepared, uh, both offensively, defensively, as well as special teams, for them to be successful. And what we have to do is uh, minimize our mistakes on, on both sides of the ball. Capitalize where we can't capitalize um, with their mistakes. Because, you know, with, with this being game one, you no, know, there's not going to be a perfect game on either side of the ball. It's all about how we react to when those negative things happen. And if we can just minimize those mistakes and just capitalize on their mistakes, I think we'll be just fine.
3: Talking with Kendrick Parker from South Central Coach. We know this is your first job as the the head coach of the Falcons in your first game, and like you said last week, you got to build it brick by brick, and everything counts. And uh, excited to see what your team is uh, going through this year, and and looking forward to following the Falcons all season long here on the High School Huddle.
6: Yes, sir. That's our slogan for this year: brick by brick. We know that a house cannot stand on a weird foundation, so we try to do everything the right way as much as possible. And they built the a South Central football team that's something that not only our kids can be proud of, but our parents, our Falcon and staff, Winneville, Pitt County, North Carolina can be proud of as well.
3: Well, Coach, we look forward to following you in. We'll talk with you again next week. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. That is the head coach of South Central, Kendrick Parker, joining us here. Again, we'd like to thank all of our sponsors here on the high school huddle. Tiebreaker is Sports Bar and Grill, locations in Greenville and Winneville; CD's Grill on Fire Tower Road in Winneville; The Angus Grill, three locations in Greenville and one in Wilmington. And Greenville Auto World, located on Highway 43 in the Bells Fork area, greenvilleautoworld.net. J.H. Rose, they are hosting Wilson Hunt uh Friday night. J. H. Rose is eleven five last year, five and one in conference play. Hunt was nine and three, six and one in their conference play. And the head coach of the Rampage joins us right now. Coach Will Bland and Coach uh first game of the year, the Jitters. How how you doing right now? I'm doing pretty
9: good. Actually I'm standing on this game field. We actually are paying the game field, We're trying to get it all ready to go for tomorrow game, paying the numbers, paying the ticks and stuff. Wanna make sure that the kids or have something they can be proud of when they run out on the field.
3: Well, you got a, a, a team that's uh, been picked by many to be one of the top teams in North Carolina again, following that eleven five season last year. We talked last week about some of the guys you have coming back, and uh, you know you've had a chance to have a couple scrimmage games last week. Evaluate where your team was going into the scrimmage, coming out, looking at film, and what what have you seen on tape.
9: Well, we wanted to um, show up the the twos that we had. We knew that our starters were pretty good. We wanted to make sure that uh, if one of them guys get hurt, that we we have reliable backups. So I thought we went to do the two scrimmages last week, found out who can play twos, and uh, just try to execute better with the first group. And I thought they did a great job. I was very impressed on Friday when we played against a very good Harker team, how they went out and performed. Um, I think Harger scored the first time they touched the ball. We were able to stop them for the rest of the night, and we were able to put up 20 points on them. So I thought he did a great job, and I think the kids are ready for the night game or uh, tomorrow game, and it should be a special day
3: for them. Wilson Hunt, you're looking at a team that was 9-3 and last year. Talk about the scouting report on, on Hunt, and uh, what can fans expect when they head to Percy Daniels Field tomorrow night?
9: Well, um, they lost about um, – 23 of their starter guys last year. So they're very young. They're junior heavy. Um, I think they're long. They got three guys returning back from them. their quarterback is returning but uh, they're going to come out there multiple sets. they're going to come out there in spreads then they might go into the tarboard T and do a little bit of that little sniffer set that a lot of teams are accustomed to so we just on the defense aspect we just got play fast play physical and then on offense they um against them they run cover 3 so we should be able to hit some big plays against them if we do what we're supposed to on the offense end and protect Will
3: well, let's talk about your your offense. Thirty uh, three hundred yards passing from the quarterback position, and uh, a bunch of great wide receivers. It's going to be a fun year to watch JH uh, Rose football.
9: Oh, it is, and um, they made it a mission this year. They, I think, they all have. Um, the new slogan is redemption and they want to go and they want to beat the guys that beat them last year and then they want to try to get back to that state championship game hopefully bring it home so um, with offense we're going to put the ball in the playmaker's hand. Will does a great job of spreading the ball around and then letting them guys do what they can do on the outside and um, we're going to do running back by committee. we got four good running backs so whoever has the best performance that night will be the one that y'all see but um, we got four good ones and the offensive line has just been getting better every every day so I look forward to putting uh, up some Points and they on defense. I think everybody can be a shock how good our defense is this year. So we should be able to hold teams on this 14 points. That's the goal.
3: Well, Will Bland, we appreciate uh, you joining us here inside the huddle. Look forward to uh, talking with you each and every week about your J.H.O.'s Rampants and good luck against Wilson Hunt. I appreciate it. Thank you for always having me on the show. Wilson Hunt and J.H. Rose set to do battle at Percy Daniels Field at uh, J.H. Rose High School. That is the head coach of the Rampants, Will Bland, joining us here inside the program. And again, thank you so much for our sponsorship, Tiebreaker CD's Angus Grill and Greenville Auto World uh, being proud sponsors of the high school huddle here this season. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with Brian Bailey from WNCT TV9 and Touchdown Friday and also previewing our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. It's D.H. Conley and Lane Two really good football programs set to do battle 630 Friday night. We'll talk with the head coach of D.H. Conley, Nate Connor, coming up here in just a few moments. I'm Morgan Aylers. The high school huddle rolls on right after this.
0: You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show.
3: Welcome back inside the High School Huddle on an opening night weekend for high school football. As we start the fourth quarter, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors, including Tiebreaker, CDs Grill, Angus Grill, and Green Auto World. Green Auto World. Go by and uh, see Tim Sutton, Jim Rogers, and their staff at Green Auto World located Highway 43 in the Bells Fork area for a tremendous selection of uh, late model used, great shape cars, trucks, vans, SUVs. You don't need to go anyplace else except Greenville Auto World. You can check out their inventory at net, And now uh, their service department features a uh, full selection of diesel service as well, not just oil changes and tire changes. They've got a certified diesel mechanic on staff. Go by and see Tim Sutton and his staff at Greenville Auto World, proud sponsors of the High School Huddle. Joining us now inside the Huddle is uh, WNCT Sports Director and he's the host of Touchdown Friday, Brian Bailey and Double B. We talk about it all the time, you and I, about how how fun high school football is in this time of year. And uh, this is what, how many seasons is this for you now covering high school football in eastern north carolina
10: well this will be my 39th because i got here in october so i get credit for the first one and then uh it'll be 38 years at wnct in october so this will be my 39th football season here and we started with our expanded high school show somewhere around 86 or 87 and so and we call and we started it as a uh, sports center nine extra and then we turned it into touchdown friday after that
3: well, you guys do such a great job of covering the different uh, players and coaches and teams, and a lot of different angles—not necessarily just what's happening on the football field—and I think that's what really makes uh, your shows so so special each and every Friday night.
10: Well, we try to get inside some of the uh, the different angles. You know, for example, if everything goes like we hope it does tonight with the uh, thunderstorms, if they stay away for the most part. Um, You know, we've got the the debut C.J. Wilson down in North Pitt, you know, as a head football coach. What a great story he is with, you know, his deal, his uh, play at Northside High School as a high school star and then at East Carolina and part of those two Conference USA Championship teams. And so that's a a neat story. And, you know, his feelings on his his first night. So hopefully we're going to capture some of that. You know, just this, you know, there's so many different stories that are out there, Uh, you know, on the outside of that field, Riverside. Uh, Jim Bob Bryan, he's the offensive coordinator for uh, Brian Pasco at Riverside. So, uh, a great, great high school coach and a great high school coaching combination there between those two at Riverside. So that's our backyard ball game tonight, Riverside and North Pitt.
3: It's going to be interesting to watch that Riverside uh, squad because, as you mentioned, Jim Bob, then you mentioned Coach who, uh who is a the wing T kind of guy. I remember Holton's freshman year; they were running that at at D.H. Conley, and, and watching it when it's executed. You know, it's amazing what you can do. I can remember, I think, the left tackle for the Vikings, Holton's freshman year might have weighed 150 pounds. And it, you know, but he can block. And that's what Coach Pascal says. is said, My offense, you don't need to be 300 pounds. You just have to block somebody and engage. And once you such a good coach, and uh, uh, that's a, a lot of wins on that sideline for Riverside Martin.
10: Man, he's supposed to be opening up more. So that's why he bought Jim, Jim Bobby. And he said, Look, we want to go with the spread. So he's going to try to get away. Now, I'm sure he didn't get away from all of that, but he says that he's giving Jim Bob the offense and he wants to run the spread, and they're going to do more of that. So we'll see what happens.
3: Well, Brian, it's uh, week number one. There are some great games. We've talked to a lot of the different coaches uh, that we cover in this area. And uh, What can we expect on Touchdown Friday for week number one and uh, some key matchups you're going to be covering?
10: Our game of the week is Tarboro and Rocky Mount. Uh, and we decided on that game because Tarver obviously, you know, the one a state champs, but they lost to Rocky Mount 12 nothing last year in that first game. And that kind of jump-started their season, and they turned it around after that. So we decided to go with that. We were going to go with uh, Jacksonville and Southwest Oslo, Kind of glad we didn't because they played on Thursday night. So uh, that worked out really well. Um, but and, and there's just so many different, you know, opening night games and opening night stories. You know, JH Rose started 0 3 last year, and that 0 3 start started with like, a loss to Crown High School out of Wilson. And you know, this this is a squad that Rose has a lot of talent coming back, and they really don't want to get off to another bad start. So I think we'll see some big things out of them on this Friday night, and I think it's going to be it's just going to be a big night for everywhere around the area. As long as the thunderstorms stay away, we'll be in good shape.
3: Brian Bailey, WNCT-TV9. And, uh, you know, Brian, before I let you go, let me get your thoughts on uh, the upcoming pirate season. We're two weeks away from the opening day kickoff, the final scrimmage coming up on Saturday. And I know you cover this this program as well as anybody. Give me your thoughts real quick, if you can, on uh, this upcoming ECU season.
10: Well, I I think it's a very challenging schedule. I think when you look back to last year, there were so many games that, that the Pirates, you know, could have won that didn't so many games they could have lost that they did win. So I think that's going to be, you know, the determining factor again. How do they play in the fourth quarter of some of these games that could go either way? And it starts with the first one. I mean, I really think – I know the Pirates are, you know, maybe almost a double – I guess they are a double-digit underdog at home. That's a lot at 10. But NC State's got a really good football team coming to town. they got a really good defense. they got a quarterback that's as good as, you know, anybody. But I think East Carolina has a really good defense and has a quarterback as good as anybody. So I'm really looking forward to the opener. I think the four straight home games going to take its toll on the fans. But I think we, as long as you start hydrating early, you'll be okay. And it's just good to get the football season started.
3: Well, Brian, we appreciate it. Look forward to watching you on Touchdown Friday on Friday night, 11.05. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Brian Bailey, WNCT-TV9 and Touchdown Friday joining us here inside the huddle. And now let's shift gears and go to uh, the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Conner, and his Vikings take on Laney uh, tonight at 6.30 in our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. Coach, first game of the year, jitters, excitement, everything bubbling up at once.
2: You just named it all right there. It's, it's a lot of fun. There's been a lot of hard work to get to this point. And uh, we're really excited, Morgan. Thanks for having us
3: on. Your Vikings last year four and seven, three and three in the conference. Laney was nine and three, five and two, in their conference play. And uh, we talked last week in our preview about how you like to really uh, stack your early season schedule to see where your team stands up prior to conference play. No different this year. This is going to be a tough matchup when you travel to Wilmington.
2: It sure is. They have a great football team. Coach Little does a really good job. Um, and but what we feel and what I'm proud of is. We're going to find out right away. We feel this is a conference champion-level caliber football team that we're going to be going against tonight. And, you know, we want to see how we match up. I think this team is very comparable. Scheme-wise, They might be a little different, but very comparable. This is one of the top teams that will be competing in our conference. So, you know, that's what this is all about, figure out where we are, figure out where we have holes, what we're doing well, who we can count on, uh, and the positive things, and keep getting better from that. I think it's an exciting opportunity.
3: Last week, you had a chance to schedule and scrimmage Tarboro, uh, then went uh, out and had your Friday night scrimmage, your final tune-up for the regular season. Talk about your Vikings coming out of last week, where you uh, were really excited, maybe some areas you weren't really expecting that shone.
2: I was very pleased. I thought our boys on Wednesday, you know, we had another high-level program come into us. It's a championship caliber and Tarboro. We all know about them and what they can do. and. I was very pleased with how we matched their physicality and came out and executed. I felt, I felt our boys were ready to play. I thought our quarterback, Jason Herring, um, and some of his first action as the guy uh, did a fantastic job of managing everything. I thought we did a good job up front on the line of scrimmage on both sides establishing that and having some success. Look, Tarboro's a great football program, too, and they had their moments as well. There's a reason why they do everything. But I was very pleased with that. I, I was pleased with some of our linebacker play. Um, I thought all four linebacker spots, inside and outside, we got great play from. And then then some new guys showed. Uh, Rashad Little is one guy that jumped out, that we're excited about what he could maybe do. And he jumped out at us uh, in some of those scrimmages. And and then on Friday, Patrick Woodall and Nate Rowland did a great job. And uh, we're excited to see that definitely emerged in our mind of, hey, these guys can help play a bigger role. And they showed that, and that's what that's all about.
3: Numbers wise, for your Vikings this year, you're pretty good when you're having to look at a JV and a varsity team?
2: Yeah, we're great. We have a great JV contingency. We're very excited about the young group we have. Um, they're all still learning how to play football, but there's a lot of interest and an excitement there. Um, and, you know, in our program, we have right at 100 guys. Uh, it might be 102, uh, you know, looking at that. with, But we have a very strong JV number, and our varsity number is up from last year, which is great and going to help us depth-wise some.
3: Well, Coach, we uh, look forward to, to covering D.H. Conley football all year long. You guys do such a great job out there with you and your staff and the, the volunteers and parents and uh, truly a, a family affair at D.H. Conley, and we look forward to our Viking game of the week each and every week here on Pirate Radio.
2: It really is a village, and you know Pitt County has a great village. like We, we really appreciate you doing this, Morgan, and, and help create that excitement for high school football, making it special. I look forward to it every week. I know our fans look forward to listening. And thanks a lot for having us on and go, Vikings.
3: That is the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor, joining us as his uh, Vikings get ready to take on the Buccaneers of Laney at 6.30. Alan Vick will have all the play-by-play and exciting action of D.H. Conley football on our Pirate Radio Game of the Week. My thanks to the sponsors here on a Friday night, Tiebreaker's Sports Bar and Grill, CD's Grill, Angus Grill, and Greenville Auto World. Check them out at greenvilleautoworld.net. The whistle has blown for another edition of the High School Huddle. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to all the coaches for joining us. Thanks to Brian North from WCTI-TV12, Brian Bailey, WNCT-TV9, and their coverage of high school football. Also, my thanks to Shirley Rhodes. She is the director, producer, technical connoisseur, and does everything to keep me on track here on a Friday night. I'm Morgan Aylers, the High School Game of the Week, coming up Friday night, 6.30. Check it out. You've been listening to the High
0: School Huddle brought to you by Angus Grill, Tiebreakers, and Greenville Auto World. Tune in next week for the latest in high school football news right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.